Hi everyone, I hope you're doing well and I'm in Wales. I've been on holiday and to be honest, something went a bit wrong with my microphone which made the podcast a little bit harder for me to edit. That's why it's a little bit later and in the end, a lot of news came out. Sebastian Vettel has retired. There's news also on Porsche and Red Bull coming together finally. So I figured it was best just to give you a quick review of what happened in the last Grand Prix, the French Grand Prix, and then I can let you get on with your day a lot quicker. But don't worry, there's the Hungarian Grand Prix this weekend and we will be back with the usual show very, very soon much quicker because I'm going I'm on my way home now so yeah enjoy what is to come and danke Seb hello and welcome to the AJ on the line podcast my name is Adam this is Jimmy and Joe and we're going to discuss the Grand Prix de France where it all began a Grand Prix in which Max Verstappen was given a gift, which is unlike him. And also unlike him, Charles Leclerc made a boo-boo. And there was a Mercedes double podium. What a Grand Prix it was, though. How are you both doing? Jimmy and Joe. Very well, thank you. Yeah, not too bad at all. Doing all right, mate. So, Joe, it was your birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, again. Thank you very much. I remembered it this year. (laughs) (laughs) There was some doubts along the way, but we made it. Yeah, so big up to you, Joe. On another year of brilliance, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it was brilliant, but whatever. It was, it was. And look at what you've achieved. Speaking of achieving something, Jimmy, your first day of a new job today. Yes, indeed, yeah, as a working man. A weekend of celebrations well, for yeah, us. I mean, you know, starting work, I mean, Joe's is slightly more of a celebration, I'd say. Um, but yeah it's good to to start work for sure you've got to take those victories no matter how small or large so well done to both of you and well done to you wherever you are listening on whatever achievements you've done today or will do today after listening to this great podcast or it might not be great but this is the thing about this sort of show it's a roller coaster and anything can happen the French Grand Prix track, though, isn't a roller coaster. It's a bit flat, and it hasn't produced the greatest racing in the past, as we've mentioned before. How are we going to rate it, though? I'd probably say a six and a half uh, out of ten. That seems fairly respectable. I mean, it was above average, considering it was the French Grand Prix as well. Even taking the French Grand Prix tax away, it was fairly exciting. And there was drama, especially at the end, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I'd go pretty similar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. Um, there was, a, yeah, definitely a bit in the middle where it was a bit of a lull. But, um, but yeah, lots of key action. like And key action sort of towards the front. I know Max drove off a little bit in the end, but... I guess it probably could have been improved by Charles Leclerc still being in the race to see how that would have gone with the strategy against Max Verstappen, who was his title rival. But we've come to that part of the show fairly early on, of course, where we need to review the French Grand Prix without any pauses. And we'll begin with Joe as a late birthday present. (laughs) 
Right, well, it started with the race start. Hamilton and Alonso in particular got a really good start. Um, I've said them, um, so... That's not how it works. can go on. You're supposed to go, er, uh, aren't you? And then smooth it. Uh, anyway, uh, you well, know... Er uh, and erm, um, just because I added an M on to the end of the er, uh, I don't think I should be I thought I'd have a bit more chance. Anyway, let's get cracking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was a great... St- <laughs> you said erm um, at the start. Jimmy. So, it was a great start by Leclerc. Verstappen was harassing him a lot <laughs> uh, for about... And we all expected Max Verstappen to get past Charles Leclerc with the straight line speed advantage that the Red Bull has had. However, he wasn't able to do it. He pitted early instead. Max Verstappen was one of the few that pitted early and, oh, I've repeated myself, so I'll hand over to Joe. So Charles Leclerc was left out uh, to try and build the gap on his own, but he crashed. A mistake all on his own making basically handed the lead back to Max Verstappen. I thought for a second that Lewis Hamilton was going to get the lead, but unfortunately Max and Charlotte just pulled enough of a gap to mean that the safety car benefit didn't quite mean that Hamilton was in the lead. Safety car restart, Max got away fine, the order just started. I've paused. So the safety car restart happened, Verstappen was in the lead, then it was Hamilton. Hamilton unfortunately didn't have the pace. However, there was a cracking battle between Sainz and Perez. Sainz was on the medium tyres, looking like he could make them last the whole of the... Well, he was, he was he, even at the safety car restart, he was ninth. So, yeah. had to get past the two McLarens and Alonso as well. And eventually, after George Russell had been passed, it was a question of whether Sainz would pit or not for fresh tyres and then come back, or is he going to stay out because the lane speed limit had been extended which means that it takes more time to take a pit stop so teams are less willing to take a pit stop because it will take more time ferrari were only unerring they were kind of in a flap after charles leclerc's crash in fact they released carlos signs into traffic while everyone was going into the pit lane during that safety car Science was saying, if we're going to pit, we need to do it now. Ferrari were like, no, we think you need to stay out. Carlos Sainz was like, are you sure? Okay. And then he had a go at Sergio Perez. It was a cracking battle between the two of them. Science chucked it up the inside to the final corner, and then they went side by side down the main straight before Carlos Sainz took fourth position from... That was a stutter. I'll hand it over to Joe. They went side by side down the straight and Carlos Sainz got ahead of Sergio Perez while on the radio to his team telling him to come in. He was furious saying not now and rightly so. But they still brought him in anyway after he had got past Sergio Perez in a really odd strategy. This battle also gave George Russell the chance to have a go at Perez. He tried a bit of a uh, optimistic move, which didn't quite stick. But eventually, uh, Guan Yu Zhou broke down, and that caused a virtual safety car, giving George Russell the opportunity. He played it smart. Um, there was a bit, I said, um, there, so if someone else can go on. George Russell played it smart, judged the safety car, virtual safety car, absolutely perfectly got past Perez on the outside and then however Perez then had a 
perfect turn of pace. He was going, trying to get past George Russell, but Russell was having none of it. He wanted third, and it ended in a double Mercedes podium. Who won? It was Max oh, Verstappen. Max, Max Verstappen got gifted another race win by Ferrari's error. So there we go. Nah, I wouldn't say gifted. He was gifted after Leclerc crashed. Oh, oh, come <laughs> on. You can't say gifted. So how was, how was Mercedes double podium not gifted? Yeah, but there's no... Because they worked for it. And Russell got past. Hamilton had brilliant race pace. But Max Verstappen, Max Verstappen worked for it by being much faster than everyone else. Verstappen was never going to get beaten by... Not then... Yeah, but he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't drop it into the barriers of his own accord. Yeah, but he's got a better car, hasn't he? You can't deny that Verstappen's got a better car than Mercedes. And he just pulled away. Yeah, but he he dropped it in Spain and he fortunately didn't go into the wall as well. So, you know, yeah. I'm going to say, you say Verstappen didn't work for it, but, I mean, he was in the same car as Sergio Perez. That's fair enough. You can't say, oh, Max Verstappen doesn't have to work for it because he's good. That's not... Yeah, but everybody knows that Pe uh, Perez is not as good as Verstappen, so... That's a ridiculous point. Y yeah, but it's true. I'm not being I'm not being unfair to Perez, but... He's nowhere near as good as Verstappen, is he? Uh, not what you were saying. Not what Not what I remember you guys saying on a previous podcast. Yeah, well, I think they've developed the car towards Max Verstappen over the course of the season uh, to suit his driving style better than Sergio Perez. So, yeah, I mean, we can, you know, yeah. It's one of those things, isn't it? It certainly is, and it's one of those things that we must discuss. But first... I'm going to chuck it out there. Max Verstappen is the biggest winner of this weekend. It's hard to disagree with that yeah. one. Yeah, you can't. I, I, I would agree with you. Um, you know, normally try and uh, not go for the winner as the biggest winner, but I mean, there's, there's no one who's won anywhere near the extent of uh, Max. So, is it championship over? He's got 63 points of advantage with 10 races to go. Um, if the Red Bull has good enough reliability then yeah but we've seen it break down before so it could happen again yeah it just takes a couple of victory for Charles Leclerc with Max Verstappen DNFs and then it's a 13 points different and let's not forget if Leclerc is first and Verstappen is second for the next 10 races Charles Leclerc is champion it's that simple now of course we're talking about Ferrari who bless him you want them to do well but they always find a way. The French Grand Prix was a great example of that, wasn't it? They've, ha they've had the better car, I think, over the last few races. And I think, although I know it's a real disappointment that Leclerc dropped it and crashed it. Yeah. I think that it would be even worse if he, he was second and he dropped it and crashed it and he was nowhere near Verstappen. I think the fact that Ferrari looked like they've got the edge over the second half of the season, potentially. Uh, we'll have to see how it pl plays out. But um, But yeah. It'll be an interesting second half of the season, I think. Mentally, Ferrari have to win in Budapest next weekend, don't they, for the championship Definitely. going into the summer break. Yeah. And let me ask you this question. Let's say Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes are the ones that are 63 points behind at this stage of the championship. You've got more faith, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, look, you two are, you two are going to disagree with me, but um, I think this... Uh, Weekend puts to bed the argument that Leclerc is better than Max Verstappen. 
I think that it's very clear that look, look when when was the, when was the last time that either Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen lost the car in dry conditions on their own in a race? Spain, Spain. In in dry, what happened yeah. in Spain to Max Verstappen? I can't remember. Oh yeah, he spun off because of a gust of wind. Although that is a great example. There, he still won the race, and I do agree with Joe. As much as I think Leclerc is a faster driver, he's not a better Formula One driver at this moment in time because he keeps making mistakes. Max and Lewis do not make that. Don't make that mistake. Lewis dropped in Imola in 2021. Again, that's that's wet conditions. It was offline. There's yeah, Verstappen dropped in Saudi Arabia on his qualifying lap. I mean, they all they're all human and they all make mistakes. It's just the but Charles Leclerc makes more of the them. mistakes that Charles Leclerc has made have been more detrimental to his championship than Verstappen's mistakes because he didn't hit the wall. Yeah, because Max Verstappen know, knows when to be doing take risks or not i mean we could argue all day about it but i mean yeah i'm sure i'm sure you could but i mean you'd be wrong and you'd be wrong at the beginning of the day and be wrong at the end of the day and that's what this podcast is about